All right. I think we're recording. Amazing. Okay. Here we go. Hello, friends. This is Steve Bechtel, <laughs> and welcome to the Nugget Podcast. Today, I'm really happy to have my good friend, Stephen Dimmitt, with me, and we're going to... I don't even know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> okay. I'm good. I'm, I got it on this end, so... <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Um... Man, it is super crazy here. Yeah? The 1st of January is always busy at every gym. But then, um, you know, getting the kids back in school and, and mm. everything else has been really wacky. So the last couple of days have been really, really busy. Mm. So, And you're in Boulder or are you headed out already? I just left this morning. Yeah, I'm in Colorado Springs briefly just to touch base with a friend. And then I think I'm going to head to Waco. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm envious. I don't know if you remember the moss cave at Sinks Canyon. It's like on the left end of the wall. Okay. And it's always kind of yeah. seeping and wet. You have to like rope, like rope ladder start? Yeah. A couple of them. Come, some of them come all the way to the ground. Usually, though, the rope ladder starts are because the um, the rock's real wet at the bottom, but the, the cave's really dry. And it hasn't been dry in a long time. And so there's a bunch of these pretty good routes that, are in condition they haven't been in condition like three four years and so we're normally we'd kind of be taking it easy maybe training doing some bouldering or something this time of year everybody's like trying to like get these things done while they're dry and so it's like this whole <laughs> crazy like wearing the puffy pants and you know whatever else so, yeah you know do you have to clean the entire route like it was a new route basically yeah it's it gets yeah, a lot of those are, um, they just have this thick moss on it. So it is like up there with a the big, you know, nylon brush. Mm -hmm. But they're they're good and dry right now, which is really nice. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. So what do we got? We're, we're doing a follow-up today. Yeah. That We should have done it earlier because I can't even remember what we talked about last night. <laughs> it's okay. It, it doesn't have to tie into our conversation. Um, and it's funny, you know, just batting a couple emails back and forth with you. I already have way more things on the list here than we can possibly even talk about. So <laughs> with, with you, there's always too many interesting things to cover. Um, I read your uh, newsletter this morning, though, and I thought that might be a good place to start, you know, given that it's a new year. A lot of people have resolutions and are thinking about goals for the coming year. Yeah. And uh, it was really interesting. I really enjoyed the article and, you know, hearing how you've simplified things even, even further than before. I know you're a huge fan of keeping things simple so people can comply. But, um, but yeah, some of the kind of rules of thumb that you laid out in there were, were really interesting. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, Stephen, because I've I've been in the the cycle of goal setting and people trying to get fit um, for a long time. You know, I've been in the in the weight room culture for twenty five, thirty years of you know like people coming through the door of the gym. Like just today, the last couple of days, people are coming in. They're like, yeah, I'm here to sign up, and we're like, okay, well, we have this. You know, why don't you try one month membership? They're like, no way I'm going for the whole year. <laughs> there's there's hope, right? We have this hope of performance or you've probably done the same thing I've done where you've written down these like crazy tech lists for next year because <laughs> it's really going to be the year. Mm -hmm. 
without ever looking at the data of actually what I did last year. And so if I look at last year and I say, I did this many 12 Bs, this many 12 Cs, you know, this many 12 Ds, this many 13 As, I on-sited this and I did that. And I try to improve slightly on that. I'm, I'm probably going to be very successful. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just like, man, I want to go to, you know, you know, like I, if I write a tick list out for Seuss, it's just like every cool route I've ever heard of there. And no person could possibly do all those routes in, in my 10 day trip. Um, <laughs> and so that happens with people's resolutions. They have, uh, they over expect their performance and they under expect their dedication to that performance. And so with this, with this newsletter, um, we, I, I talked mostly, I guess the first thing was talking about these, these behaviors. And one of the things that we see is people have all these avoidance behaviors. They have these things that they're trying not to do. It's like, I, all right, I'm going to quit drinking beer and I'm not going to eat sugar. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to, you know, be on, on Instagram for four hours, but those of what they call avoidance goals or avoidance behaviors require that we are constantly monitoring that thing. Like if I'm trying not to eat sugar, I'm trying not to eat sugar all day long. And so what we found, and and I really, to give credit where credit is due, I learned a lot of this through Precision Nutrition and there's and a guy named John Berardi that, that teaches a lot on behavior change for nutrition rather than like counting mm-hmm. calories. And what, what we try to do is based on things we learned from him, which are approach goals, which are things you try to do that are things you can do instantly and you can do them any time of the day. Like I'm going to exercise today at all. <laughs> so all I have to do right now is get on the floor and do two push-ups, and I've, and I've t- ticked that box. And it's not, it's not like something I have to avoid doing. It just can happen any time. And so you can set those approach goals on a big scale or on a daily scale, but like for fat loss, the main two things that we've done with people is to have them try to drink more water and to try to eat a certain number of vegetables in a day. Um, and, <laughs> and it's so really interesting because, well, so here's, here's the thing. A lot of people have, you know, they have a coffee habit. And then, uh, you know, not a lot of climbers, but a lot of, of your average people still drink a lot of soda or, or um, sugary beverages during the day, you know, trick, trip to Starbucks at two in the afternoon. Um, and then at night, they'll drink alcohol. And it's not, I'm not advocating not drinking alcohol or not having coffee or whatever. But what ends up is if you drink a lot of these beverages and not a lot of water, which is really easy to do because they're delicious, you end up having, you know, maybe 400, 500, 600 extra calories coming in that you, you really don't even notice. And that's one of the things that, that's why drinking calories when you're in a marathon is awesome because there's no cost of digestion, right? And so they just go right in and they go into the system. But if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm drinking calories and Gatorade and whatever else, then I, I can get some fat gain there. And so if we go, I want you to drink, like I have this water bottle, like a one liter bottle here. Um, I want to drink two of those a day. So two liters of water, and I'm going to try to eat five servings of vegetables a day. If I do those two things, they force out other bad behaviors. Mm. And if I drink a gallon of water a day, which is quite a lot of water, all of a sudden I just don't need that much beer, right? 
And that trick's worked really well for people that are trying to back off on alcohol is just to drink water in between each beer. And, <laughs> you know, because you're, you know, you drink a, drink a bottle of water, um, drink a bottle of beer. Because a lot of times at the end of a crag day, you're just thirsty. You know, like, yes, you want a beer, but you also want hydration. And so if we can come up with good behaviors that are easy to tick off, it, it, it becomes very easy for people. And so approach goals are, are super useful. Hmm. The other thing that we talked about, I think, in the newsletter was like, it's okay to, to not um, have your habit every day. I'm, I'm really big on habits. And I, I love uh, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to exercise every day. I'm just going to do this or I'm I'm always going to get up at this time in the morning. You know, building good habits, it really builds good behaviors. But if you screw it up, it's OK. Um, there's an analogy and I don't remember if I put this in the newsletter or not, but um, like the of dropping your iPhone, like people that that screw up their diet, they're like, ah, I screwed up my diet. I guess I'm just going to throw it out the window because I don't deserve it. I suck and whatever. But it's like dropping your iPhone. It's like you drop that thing, you pick it up and you brush it off and you try not to drop it again instead of just <laughs> smashing it and going, oh, I just don't deserve to have an iPhone. It sucks. You know, I'm going to drop it again. And so that's where, you know, we, we judge ourselves. And really, it's okay to break those streaks, but to continue that trajectory. You know, you, you always want to be, be aiming that, that, that way. And, and that's the thing, like a lot of us have ambition, uh, as ambitious training goals, um, ambitious ways we want to go with our climbing. But really, if I look back on two months ago or look back on, on 2020 and I can go one better on that previous training cycle, if I can do one more pitch at the crag, if I can do one more thing that's going to push me up to that next goal, that's how I'm really going to keep progressing. It's not just like having, you know, like motivation isn't going to get you there. Having good daily habits and good daily skills is what's going to do it. Hmm. On the note of that, it's okay to break the streak. That really resonated with me. And and one thing in particular that you wrote there, I just love this. You were talking about uh, skills versus habits and you wrote, if I'm practicing piano and I miss a day, it doesn't mean I lost everything and need to start over. I just missed a day and I need to go back to practicing tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Love yeah. That. Well, it's, it's really interesting. Like if you've tried to gain finger strength or tried to lose weight or whatever, and you, and it, and it bounds like that. Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed that teaser of this week's follow-up. If you want full access to follow-ups, you can sign up for $5 a month on Patreon at patreon.com slash thenuggetclimbing, or you can go to thenuggetclimbing.com and click on the support the podcast button at the top. If you're on your smartphone, just tap those two little lines at the top of the page and you'll see the button in the drop-down menu. $5 per month gets you access to all follow-up calls, past and future, as long as you are a member. You'll have access to all of them. As you just heard in the teaser, I've been recording some follow-up conversations with past guests on the show to talk about what they've been up to lately and to go even further into the weeds on a specific topic than we typically would on the podcast. Follow-ups are 20 to 30 minutes in length, occasionally longer, and I will be releasing one every other week to make sure I always have plenty of podcast guests to follow up with. If you sign up for follow-up calls, what you are really doing is supporting the regular podcast and helping me continue to chase down interesting guests so I can pick their brains and bring you new nuggets every week. 
And by signing up on Patreon, you get some bonus content to look forward to as well. In addition to getting access to follow-ups, I will also let you know who's coming up on the show, and you can submit patron questions for upcoming guests, as you have undoubtedly heard in other episodes of the podcast. Five bucks per month. Think of it as buying me a beer at the local brewery after a long day of climbing. Whether or not you choose to sign up, thank you for listening, and feel free to share the podcast with your friends or leave a rating on your listening app. It truly helps and I appreciate you for tuning in. I am very grateful for you guys. Much love to you all. We'll see you next time. Like we do it.